You are not an artist. You just have big emotions. L.I.W. American Horror Story Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to Lordy Wonderland American Horror Story Review, episode 511. For the episode titled Battle Royale. <sighs> okay, so we are on the second half of the season, the, the better half, obviously. There's no denying that. And anyone who's, who says otherwise is a lying piece of shit, and you should hit him with a brick. Hit him right in the face with a brick, okay? Just, just hit him right in the face. All right, so... When this one left off, it was um, Iris and Liz were holding the guns, and they were shooting the Countess, and it cuts. You don't really see what happens, but this is where this picks off, is a few minutes before that, which I always love when shows do that, just right before it. Not not exactly at, but just kind of show a little backstory, and then it gets the anticipation back up. It's a good way to build it. Um, Liz is loading the guns. Um, Iris says that the Countess just walked in, and she looks upset. Of course, she's referring to... The Countess is getting back from seeing that Donovan killed Valentino and shot him in the face a bunch of times. Obviously, she's a little upset about that. The um, other thing, they the, oh, excuse me, they go downstairs or wherever it is, I guess, and they shoot her, and then they walk in. It's like this techno music, and they're shooting slow motion. Um, Donovan shot a bunch of times, a lot, and then Gaga gets a couple bullets in her, like three or four maybe at the most. And then you realize Donovan stands back up and kind of tries to protect her. And, you know, and I'm like, I guess he does? He, I always thought he was being sarcastic at the or always. I thought he was being sarcastic at the la- end of the last episode when he's like, I killed him so you would love me. And I thought he was like, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. But because he flip-flops so much, I didn't know if he was serious or not. But I guess he was. Iris stops shooting when she sees that it's Donovan that they're shooting. Um, she's, you know, she calls a ceasefire. They look down. Gaga's gone. Um, Donovan's freaking out. He's like, you killed me. Why'd you kill me? Um, he's like, he just doesn't want to die in the hotel, understandably. Um, he, he really like just begs them to take him outside, which they do. They take him outside. They throw him out into the road. They don't throw him out there, but they carry him out there where he dies after he finally calls her mom. He doesn't call her Iris for once. And she gets a little moment of like, oh, like you're not a piece of shit when you're dying. I, mean, I, should, I should always be killing you. Sweet moment, I guess, if you're into that. The other thing that's happening is S- Sally is patching up Lady Gaga because of all the bullet holes. And you realize how fucked up Sally really is. It's really, really fucked up. It really is. It's it's disturbing because she's patching her up so, so that Lady Gaga will get John back to the hotel because Sally can't leave the hotel because she's a ghost. Ghosts can't leave the hotel. But Lady Gaga can. She can leave, bring him back, and kill him. And then John will be there forever, and she can't leave him, or he can't leave her. That's her big thing, is people leaving her. because she. And then she goes into a story where she tells she was a musician, she's a writer, hanging out with musicians, I should say. And it's the band's kind of like, they're in the studio, and the band's kind of like Nirvana meets the Doors, because it's like this grunge band, but they're fucking in the studio. And it just felt more like a door story, or like he couldn't sing unless someone's blowing him. One of those type of things. And... They're like, you holding? And I was like, no, holding's the vampire, baby. Oh, holding drugs. Is she holding drugs, not holding? Gotcha. Yes, she's probably holding drugs. So they go to Cortez to get high. Um, they're having a weird three-way, and then they start shooting up heroin, and they're like, they're, 
and the guy's dick. I couldn't tell what she was doing. I'm like, this is a, it's not sexy at all. Like, they're all like, oh, and I'm like, good God, keep needles. My dick and needles do not mix. Those two things I want very, very separate. There's a, there's a long list of things I want my dick to be kept separate from, and needles is toward the top of that list. Like, like anything sharp, razors, you know, just just basic sharp things, dangerous things, fire, you know, uh, anything like that. No, I sure shit don't want a junkie shooting it into my penis or whatever the hell she was doing. They don't show it because obviously they don't. There's a bunch of like weird fish islands on on the sex scene. There's like blowjobs and there's fish island. It's weird. It's a very weird scene. One of the only three ways in the show, other than the John and the Swedish twins that doesn't have Lady Gaga in it. Um, when they pass out from the drugs, um, Sally, you really get to see what a quality gal she is because she literally stitches them both to her on either side. Like, literally stitches their skin with hers. And I was like, what's your long-term plan here? What's to say they wake up and they're fine with it? And they're like, cool, yeah, we agree with that, Sally. We don't want to leave you. What then? You're just going to hobble around in some weird three-legged sack race for the rest of your life? What is your fucking plan here? I don't... It's like, it's a borderline... um, Human centipede style. I, I just I can't figure out what her plan would have been. She she wasn't that fucked up. It's just it's unbelievable. They uh, where she they wake up. Uh, they both OD and die. And Hazel's in there, and she's like, "Yeah, they're gonna die. Yes, yeah, I'll see. Nothing worse than this human excrement to clean." Um, she leaves, and Sally says she's like that for five days. And then that day two, the little monster guy showed up, the little ah, shaky guy that raped the dude in the beginning. And I think he killed Tristan, was it? I don't remember. He killed one of them um, in the first episode. Um, he shows up and he tortures her for three days. And then she said she couldn't stand anymore. So then she just bites a belt and stands up and just rips those things off her. This is 93, though. But it said she didn't kill herself till 94. So I guess she just liked hanging out at that hotel. It's kind of fucking weird. The... Uh, you realize Sally is stitching her up in what I can only refer to as the body room. It's like where the bodies of the dead people that they killed go to wait to get burned, I guess is a good way to describe it. Because the, they do burn bodies there, uh, as they've done a few times. So it must just be like their processing room. It reminded me of this gross story in college when I first moved out of my parents' house into this, this house with a couple guys. We're all lazy, we're all slobs, because we're, you know, 18-year-old guys. We decided we don't want to take the trash out all the time, so we had this big-ass closet in, beside the kitchen that we rarely used. So we went, hey, let's just put the bags in there. We put them, the trash in bags, and then we just throw the bags in the room, and we had basically a trash room. And that's this is what this room reminded me of. It was just piles of bodies, and you're like, why don't why do you, why do you have that? Just clean it up. It's so much easier if you just clean it up. And then that's the kind of mentality I had when I was in, you know, 18 or whatever. Was let's just throw it in this room. It'll be fine. Don't not thinking about like bugs or the smell or anything. You just you do it just to do it. Fucking disgusting. Um, Sally wanting John at all costs really reminds me of the girl from season one. The uh, the Fantastic Four girl, how she really wanted him no matter what, and she was going fucking crazy about it, and I love that about season one, and I do love that about Sally in this season. I, I like any ties they had to season one in this season. I really enjoyed. Uh, it was nice to see the murder house again. I, I just really like when they tied it together. It was, it was fun. 
the um, John's family is all at home. They just, they just get back, and he's like, you want any food to his daughter, whatever the fuck her name is? I don't care. She's like, oh, the food's all rotten. That's great. She's like, how long has it been since you've been home? And he goes, I don't know. And I'm like, this daughter is more an adult than the adults are. Because she's like, what are we going to do with Holden? Like, Grandma's going to freak out. She, you know, he's been dead for years, like five years now. What are we going to tell her? And he's like, we'll hide him. We'll hide him. We don't have to worry about that. We'll get him food. You don't have to worry about that. It's like, oh, uh, this kid's so grown up for her age because her parents were never around. It's kind of amazing. Sally um, ha- has a plan. She brings in two of uh, Gaga's kids to transfuse the blood to her. And uh, Gaga doesn't like it because it's going to kill the kids. And she says she'd rather be dead. She would rather be dead. But the two kids, you know, disagree to it because I don't, that's their mom, I guess. And I think it's part of that hypnotic thing that uh, vampires can do. I almost said zombies. They are not hypnotic. They just eat things. Uh, But I think it's part of that where they just are willing to give up their lives for her because they're so drawn to her because vampire, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. It's fine. Uh, Liz gives Irish, Irish, Iris, the ashes of Donovan. So like I said, they do bring the bodies. It just, maybe there's a backup or maybe there's a back order. Maybe they put a rush through for Donovan because he's, you know, he's VIP. He's Iris's son. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I didn't, I didn't take a look at the logs. I didn't go through the paperwork, but the, she, Iris does this weird thing where she spreads them out on the bed and kind of like plays with it. And then. The next scene you see her, she's covered in them, like all in her hair and face, and she's telling Hazel to clean them up. And she's like, clean them up or whatever, I don't care. And then there's a bunch of specifics in a row about cleaning up the ashes and what materials she should use to clean it up. And Iris is like, yeah, yeah, I don't care, I don't care. just do it, just clean it. And Hazel's like, I could use the vacuum. There's the bag. Like, there's no bag. Like, I'm like, holy shit, this is like the, the first 80 pages of the Survivor book. Uh, Chuck Palahniuk's Survivor. It's just thing, lists of how to clean things. It's like, I mean, it's fascinating in that book, but I was like, oh, okay, move on. Like, I get it. They're not really a complaint, but I was like, okay, I don't, I don't care how she cleans it up. Whatever she, even if she does, it doesn't matter. The character's dead. Um, Liz and Iris look for Gaga in the seventh, seventh floor prison room thing. That's the only way I can describe it, where all those kids were killed and where they held Ramona. They find her, and then she's about ready to kill them, and they tell her that they're not working for Gaga. They're trying to kill her, and she doesn't believe them. They say they bring her a body to prove it to her. I don't know. They they go downstairs and they're like, "Where are we going to find a body? Who's going to grab somebody and clock him on the head?" And then you hear Queenie, the witch from season three, in the background. Um, they check her in, and she's there. They, she just says that she's there to win money on Price is Right from Drew Carey. I still don't associate Drew Carey with Price is Right. I'm just of that age, I guess. Uh, it's it's never going to be Drew Carey for Price is Right. I could be 80, and I will never think about anyone else's Price is Right. It's just not going to happen. It's it's. I'm sorry. It's never going to happen. Not once. Some of those shows are like that. Like Family Feud is never going to be anybody else. The Anyway, uh, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, Liz recognizes her. They hug. Um Iris says, I hope you didn't have a witch, huh? I hope you didn't have to sell your soul to the Satan for that. And Iris is, or the queen, he's like, that's ignorant and just offensive. And I was like, God damn, she doesn't know. Iris doesn't know about witches. She doesn't know about uh, cross-dressers or transsexuals or wherever you want to classify Liz. She's, she keeps getting caught in these moments where she's like not meaning to be offensive at all. She just doesn't. She's also admits freely that she doesn't know much outside of her comfort zone. And anything outside of that, she just doesn't know how to handle. So she just avoids it. So she's trying. 
So just go ahead and take her shit, guys. Come on. Come on, Queenie. I hated Queenie. I really did. I just, I don't know why they cast her in, in that role. It just really bothered me. The whole cast in that season three was dog shit to me. I just really fucking hated all of them. Season three blew my fucking mind because I hated everyone in that in that cast. I really did. I, I mean, obviously there's some exa- like examples of people I didn't hate. Sarah Paulson was good, obviously. Jessica Lange was good. But like, just some of the casting decisions were stupid. Uh, even Evan Peters who I love was he got such a boring role in that season. He just played like a Frankenstein dude. It was kind of it was so stupid. Especially after season one and two when he had this amazing role. Anyway, where to go with this? Iris takes Queenie upstairs and then she feels all the bad juju in the room, you know, that witch witch talk. She wants to trade rooms. They tell her we'll we'll take a minute, but they'll get on it. Uh, Ramona shows up and tries to kill Queenie. She looks like a wild fucking animal. She's all hunched over and like, ah, like, like going like a goddamn lunatic. She slashes Queenie a few times, and and I kind of I forgot completely that Queenie's like a human voodoo doll. And every time she slashes her, uh, Ramona herself ends up with the slash mark. And then it's kind of it's really cool looking. And then Queenie's getting sick of it, so she starts slapping herself and punching herself, and then it. Ends up being Angela Bassett's character that gets hit, Ramona. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Angela Bassett was also the villain in season three. So this is kind of a weird you know, uh, meeting between them. Um, Queenie's about to stab herself, which would therefore stab Ramona to death. Um, and then before she can do that, March comes out of nowhere and stabs her. <laughs> and it's this great moment where she's like, why isn't it working? And he's like, your voodoo, your magic has nowhere to go. I'm a ghost. <laughs> it was, it was, I love when I was saying I get confused between the vampires and the ghosts, it's, I'm just, I don't get confused of their powers. I just mean like, I forget who's a ghost and who's a vampire. And I, it's just so much going on. There's vampires, ghosts, witches, like there's aliens in season two. It, it's just this weird thing. And you kind of go, Oh yeah, he, they wouldn't go back on him because he's already dead. It doesn't matter. It's kind of like a weird D and D thing where it's like, yeah, oh, this trumps this. And but this trumps this though. This weird rock, paper, scissors thing you got to do. Like, oh, the vampire can't beat the ghost, but the ghost can beat everybody. But the human can beat the vampire. And it's just like this weird back and forth thing. Um, way more complex. My description was way more complex than they make on the show. I'm just saying it's, it's a weird thought. If you, if you go down that path, you can really lose yourself in the music. But I'll never let it go. Anyway. The March killed Ramona so he can, so that Ramona can kill the Countess. And he's like, just don't tell her it's behind. I was behind it because then she'll never fuck me, pretty much is what he, what he says. What, that's what he meant, okay? Okay, um, John finds or gets back home and finds a Cortez home room, hotel key room, whatever key for the hotel room for the Cortez in his house. There's probably an explanation there that made sense, right? Figure it out. John finds our Cortez hotel key room in his house, and he goes there to find his family, but finds Sally instead. Yep, I assume Lady Gaga had someone deliver it there, or maybe she did it herself. I, mean, I guess she would probably had somebody else do it, right? I don't, I don't, I don't understand how the key got there. I really don't. They don't explain it. Iris and Liz have another bed full of weapons sitting around, and Ramona shows up, and she's like, I don't need those. I'm like, I'm, I'm a high on the witch blood. I don't need that shit. And I was like, how many bed full of weapons are we going to have? It's just like the second or third time where they had just a, a bed with laid out with weapons. Like, just a, 
an obscene amount, like a rope and new, like I almost said a rope and a noose. There's like a fucking noose, guns, knives, blades, syringes for some reason. I guess you fill it with air. I don't know. Um, Ramona then goes to show up. What? Ramona then shows up to kill Lady Gaga, and she's they have this long conversation. I was like, oh god, something's gonna happen here. It's gonna drive me nuts. And then of course they just end up having sex, and then that's it. And I was like, okay. That was dumb. I thought there was going to be a fight or she's going to kill her. Like, Gaga was going to kill her at the last second. But nope, they just fuck. Because, of course, obviously they had sex. They had to in this show. Um, Gaga goes to get in the elevator. This is a great moment. Because she goes to get in the elevator. She has all her bag, bags packed. She's ready to leave the hotel for good. This is what March was fearing. Um, Ramona got uh, the big wets. Uh, the big wetsies or whatever. Whatever you call vagina hard on. Um, so she failed because she ended up having sex with Gaga. So when the elevator door is open, um, you see Lady Gaga like freak out, like, oh no. And out of nowhere, John's on the elevator and shoots her four or five times in the fucking chest and kills her. And it was like, oh my God, I love this John. This John's awesome. The John where he's not being a confused motherfucker is a John I love. I, I just, Wes Bentley did such a good job in this scene. He, he just made me, Go, oh, okay, yes, I'm on board fully now with John. This is a great character. It's so weird. Um, it's a, I know it's a lot of plot, plot conveniences that I like him because earlier on I really didn't like him, but it was because of what the plot was doing. I just didn't like the plot, I guess, is a better way to describe it. It just felt like frantic and like who gives a shit and not explaining anything, so I didn't care. Um, John then puts Lady Gaga's head in a jar. And I was like, oh, March is not going to like that. I don't know if you should, you probably should have told them before you did that. And <laughs> I thought March was going to be mad and like, you know, chew him out, ghost chew him. But he wasn't mad. He was actually like, like I, your, four, your 10th victim completed the masterpiece. And I, you know, it couldn't be a bit, couldn't be a better prize than this. And he's all excited. Uh, Sally comes in. She's about to stab John, but March saves him. And John doesn't really seem too phased at this point. I don't think he gives a shit anymore. I, I really don't. I think he cares. Even though he wants to go see his family. He took his time to cut off her head. Very weird. Uh, March and Gaga then have dinner. And, it, you know, he's like, oh, we can do this for the rest of our lives. Huh? And then it's revealed in this dinner that Gaga didn't turn him in. Um, the Countess didn't turn him in, if you want to go off character. But instead, Hazel did. Because, obviously, Hazel did. If you're surprised by that, you were not paying attention, even in the slightest. You were paying attention less than I did in the early episodes then. Um, she did it so that, because, and then she, Hazel did it so that her and March can be together forever, blah, 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 crazy, crazy talk, and then she gets mad at Gaga for dying in the hotel, she's like, why do you have to die here, why do you have to die here of all places, eh, yeah, see, and then, uh, March banishes her, and then he stares at Lady Gaga, and they talk about how they can do this forever now, the end of that episode, it's called Battle Royale, I'm not really sure why, there's not a whole lot of... Uh, battling going on, really. Um, I noticed I finally got to read what those neon lights were in her and Lady Gaga's sex parlor office, whatever the hell it was. One of them says, you are not an artist, you just have big emotions. That seems like something Lady Gaga made herself. I'm sure she decorated this on her own. Uh, whatever. And the other one says like something like, why are we not having sex right now? Something to that effect. I'm like, okay, I know. Are those supposed to be like clever? I don't, I don't get it. I just don't. 
I get I get the fact that you're open about sexual like sexual stuff or your sexuality. I get that. I appreciate that. Whatever. I just those don't make sense. They just don't. Because well, because what if you are an artist? Or what if you are a big dreamer? It doesn't mean what you. I don't. I don't get it. Anyway, <sighs> a good episode. It really was. Even though I sound defeated, I'm just really tired. It's one thirty in the morning, and I've been. This is my sixth review for the show for the day. And. Yeah, it it was a good one. I really did enjoy it. I liked what they did with Liz a lot. Um, she's a badass now. Um, um, Iris is great. She's a strong character. Um, Sally is a goddamn psychopath, and I liked that they went further, finally further in her into her backstory. They they really showed why she's so fucked up and has these uh, weird abandonment issues. And. The next episode really answers a lot of those questions of like, how is she so dead? Why, why is she, or how is she going to deal with? And the next episode really is a good end piece to it all. The next episode reminds me of the last episode of season two, where they wrap up while doing these weird montages and voiceovers and stuff. They wrap it up really well. Um, but yeah, no, we'll get there. Um, the Countess is officially a character I like in this episode. She does a really good job in these last few episodes. She's not doing the seductive blah, blah, blah. She's actually reacting to the way things are happening. She's not in control all the time. I like that. I don't like the overt sexuality when that's all there is. When there's nothing behind it other than she wants a hotel, I just don't. I don't care. I don't associate myself with that. I can't relate. Not that I have to associate myself with something to relate to. I'm just saying I just don't. It makes me go, okay, she's going to do that. And then it makes me just like... Not not care because she's and I know I say that a lot, but it makes me really detach myself from the show because I know she's just going to do that and that's as far as it's going to go. So who, why bother really investing myself emotionally with her character? But now she's got shit to lose. She's lost some shit. She's really getting fucked over by everybody, but it's her own fault at this point. And I really like the, the how the all the all these characters are kind of going at each other now, and I know that's why it's called Battle Royale. And I realize that, but. It was really interesting to see. I like what they did with Donovan in this episode. That was a fun little thing at the beginning where they dragged him outside. It was like, uh, what's her name? Jessica Lange's daughter in the first season. I, I like, I love that stuff. I really do love that stuff. Um, yeah, I guess that's really all about it. Um, so, guys, go to liwstudios.com. Go there. Fucking have a ball. Masturbate all you can. Just, Just have a goddamn ball. Really, enjoy yourselves. Act like there's two Swedish twins that are, you're having a three-way with that are slicing themselves up all over you. Come on, just run around your room naked after that, covered in blood. Just have a fucking ball, guys. Go there. Watch the videos. Listen to the podcast. Look at the pictures. I, I make a. We have the LIW Movie Awards where we pick the best movie of the year without any bullshit behind it. Um, there's a list on there for every single year. Um, I haven't filled out all of them, but almost all of them, back to 1926 or something like that. Whenever the Oscars started, I'm just mirroring that. And I pick my favorite movie because I don't I don't give a shit about what the best... Like, I don't go off, this movie made the most money and was the most relevant. I go, I like this movie the best. So Mad Max Fury Road won last year for me. The year before that, it was Lego movie. It's just movies that I really think were the best movies of the year. I don't... Cabin in the Woods. I don't care if you don't like that movie. Fuck you. It's a great movie. And if you didn't like it, I did. My movie awards. Go fuck yourself. Come on. Back off, dude. Jesus. Don't do that shit here. Anyway, check out that. Go to Instagram, Twitter, LAW Studios, Facebook, Loading Wonderland. 
Check out the show on Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube. Subscribe to all those. Whatever you got. Leave comments. Positive, negative. I don't give a shit. I don't care what you say. Just make sure you leave comments. That's how we get advertisers eventually. <sighs> I think that's about it. I'm out of breath. Holy shit, guys. Um, so, guys, until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. <laughs>